We haven't figured out anything for this episode, but we are 23 minutes late, and goddammit, I'm putting this episode out tonight. So, fuck Ooh. you, David. Fuck you, Tom. Uh, Lange said he was going to be here. Lange is not here today, even though this is the simulation theory episode, which is like Lange's thing. It's what it's what he uh, he bonded with all of us over. You know, simulation theory is the cornerstone of a lot of our relationships with Lange. But today, we it's me and David, you know, balling, and then David's friend from Stanford and clinical jerk. Mr. Tom. <laughs> yeah. Mr. I'll, Tom. That's, that's all I guess. I guess my main claim to fame is um, I actually played Bruce Wayne in the TV show Gotham for five yeah. years. <laughs> well, I mean, at Tom, least you're... Vo- Tom actually... So let me tell you some cool, cool facts about Tom. So um, fact number one, uh, he wrote a children's book on global warming about a polar bear trying to save the world from global warming. Just That's so lame, the, Tom. That's <laughs> really dope. It's probably one of the dopest things I've ever heard. F- funded, funded by George Soros and all of his liberal allies. Yeah, I mean, I still believe it's a hoax perpetrated by the Chinese, but you know, we do may they have. have do they have global warming in in England? Not yet. Yeah, we. They're <laughs> um, like knockoff versions, but. We're, <laughs> Like, like America has acts, but you guys have links. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we've got we've got cl- we've got climate change. You've got weather shift. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you have lays with walkers. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> One hopes it's still raining and freezing and shit here. So, in the words of your um, wise and perspicacious president, we could use a little bit of that good old global warming. <laughs> um. What does perspicacious mean? Um, it means possessing a sharp and ready insight. I'd say oh sharp. Oh, nice. I mean, I would say that's a perfect way to describe um, our, our, our president. Yeah, he's David. You don't understand. He's English, and he knows a big word that he could explain to us. He's about to steal all of all of the women <laughs> who were swarming towards us because they're uh, bad place fans. The Beatles amount of towards us. <laughs> Well, no, you saw, you saw, I, I showed you our analytics. The majority of our listeners are women. Really? Oh, nice. That is shocking. Hey, by, by the way, hey by, ladies, like two, by I want, like 2%. I want it to be known that I am single. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay. Right, 2% of what? 2% of what? I thought you were going to go. <laughs> I said, no, I said they're, they're the majority by 2%. And also, by the way, you glitched out when you were saying single, so it's gonna sound like, hey ladies, I'm single <laughs> and I'm gonna keep it in. As if they needed more encouragement for to ask David out. Every no. I, I, oh, thanks, Tom. I said this to David forever ago. <laughs> they like who doesn't wanna slide down the bad pole? Didn't I love I, it and I hate it as much as I loved it and hated it like a year ago today when you first told it to me. It's <laughs> great. It's great. I remember. I remember where I was when you first made that joke. Is there something he hasn't told that joke to with, with in your presence? Probably so, not. Right. Um, yeah, I'm leaning towards no. Definitely no. Even like your mom and stuff. I made the joke <laughs> just because it's it's a good joke. It is a good. It is joke. a good joke. Oh, I just got a text. I'm sorry. I don't know how to turn the. 
ringer off yeah anyway um this episode is the simulation theory episode i'm gonna go on mute most of the time because i don't i feel like my xenophobia against the uk is gonna come out if i keep on talking to this so is mine to be honest so while tom and i were on the phone the other day talking about secret evil business plans that none of you are allowed to know about yet tom dropped a casual bollocks on me and i'm wondering man like coming to stanford and meeting david and you know your entire squad what what other terms did you not know we didn't really use here in the United States of America? Um, I think in a way we have a better impression because all of our TV and movies and media in general are essentially American. I think we have dude kind of a better skins. Grasp. You guys have skins. This is true. Skins. To be honest, if you're gonna try and find one show to accurately represent the zeitgeist of the UK, then yeah, it will be Skins. Uh, no, it's Wilfred. Wilfred is, um, Wilfred is fucking brilliant. You, yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, occasionally I have to kind of stop myself and think, I, I, I kind of see some blank faces. I'm like, because we have a lot of random ass metaphors that make no sense. Like Cogney rhyming sign, you know, like, um, uh, it's rain. Uh, you, actually, you probably say it's raining cats and dogs, but um, stuff like um, I've, my mind's literally gone blank because I'm trying. I, I use these every single day. We're, uh, we're getting a str- we're getting a straight up testicle shot of David right now. By the way, oh, oh gosh, like he he like the way that he's framing his computer right now. It looks like this is an OnlyFans. And- <laughs> Um, he needs to behave. He's bad on a lot of our episodes. I was trying to talk during our, the episode we put out Tuesday night and he kept on making funny faces at me. Does he ever do that thing with you where he puts his thumb on his nose and starts making a crazy <laughs> yeah. clown noise? He's such oh a little baby. <laughs> He's doing it right now. <laughs> so, Tom, we had you on this week for a bunch of reasons. Your blood relationship to Jeremy Corbyn, your... Mm-hmm sexual attraction to i was trying to think of another like <laughs> european political figure but i was about to say that but i feel like that would be inappropriate i forget do we like we like angela merkel right yeah i think so she's a good I, guy right she's she's solid she's 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 not offensive um okay i'll take it a strong woman yeah all right great it's as long because sometimes there's a politician especially in Europe, for some reason, it's Europe that really does it for me. I think it's because of the political system over there being, I don't really know, but sometimes I don't know. Sometimes we like people and they're the dog's bollocks. That's a, there's an English phrase for you. And the next day, they're pieces of human garbage. Like everyone loved Macron and now um, everyone hates him. Um, I guess that's that's probably pretty common in politics, but yeah, it's, I, I, it's, it's hard to know unless you're keeping up with the day-to-day occurrences of a particular nation's politics, whether you're supposed to like X person or dislike them, but one can only do what one can do. David is looking out into, he's looking out the window right now in a dreamy way. I'm just, I'm just reflecting on all of my European political prowess and how much I'm just going to keep to myself because <laughs> I don't want people to I don't I don't want people to know how much just how much I know about European politics. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm actually speaking of things I don't know about, going to let you guys 
take over now because I don't really know shit about simulation theory. But God damn it, if we don't put out this episode and teach the people that this is all fucking fake. So Wait, that, Devine, that cut out. So I'm um, gonna I'm gonna come out of the gate and say this. Um I don't know that much about simulation theory either. I've just okay, seen sweet. a couple of Elon Musk interviews with Alex, <laughs> shown to me by Alex. Um, and, it, and it always just kind of blows my mind when Alex talked about it. So, um, yeah, my, my mind's blown. But, okay, I'm, Tom, you actually know what you're talking about. Like, you've, you've like done your research. Uh, I like to think I do. I'm, uh, yeah, I've, uh, I've read a few books and stuff about it, like had a few interesting Oh, I've read, a, I've read a few books. This is this is the infantilization of America before our eyes. The <laughs> subject of reading. I read a book. Um, I'm, the, I'm the quintessential illiterate douchebag American. Eating, I, I'm on mute right now, but I'm eating. I'm eating chips and drinking soda at this very second. <laughs> um, okay, so I'll, I'll I'll give a little exposition. Um, so the kind of general idea of uh, that we're living in a simulation or some kind of um, fabricated reality has been around for thousands of years in various cultures, um, various religions. It was probably uh, introduced into the mainstream Western philosophical canon slash Kairos with um, René Descartes or an American René Descartes, um, <laughs> kind of brain in a, in a vat. Uh, theory which kind of proposed that for all we know we're all just uh, brains in vats being um, fed sensory information by electrodes and uh, with sophisticated enough technology we wouldn't be able to distinguish that from reality um, because Dude. if you yeah if you look at um, everything we experience that's, that's what the matrix is just a bunch exactly. of brains in vats right yeah Right, wasn't wasn't um, Hugo Strange trying to do that in like season two of Gotham, or was he just on some other shit? Hugo Strange tried to do just about everything in season two of Gotham. He was my favorite. BD, he was like lo- very much one of my favorite characters. BD Wong yeah, yeah. is on his, his shit. His ball. Yeah, BD yeah. Wong knows what he's doing. Like he he just knows how to. Oh, ta-ta. Deliver. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he is an exceptional uh, stage presence. Oh, camera presence. Um, okay, so yeah, uh, Descartes uh, brought it in the kind of um, idea into um, mainstream conversation in a philosophical sense. But then, and he 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 was the guy who said "cogito ergo sum," which is obviously Latin for "I think, therefore I am," which is a, re- a related idea. Um, essentially, means that the only thing that I can be sure. Uh, that I am doing is thinking because you could be thinking you're, I don't know, having a conversation or playing soccer, but you could just be a brain. You could just be a brain in a vat being fed sensory information. I feel like you're reality. you're touching. You're talking about the brain in the vat thing, though. As somebody who has thought about simulation theory, you know, not everybody knows what brain in a vat means. Yeah, I mean, it's essentially just a hypothetical thought experiment where. I mean, we essentially our brains are brains in vats. We're we're, we're fed um, sensory input from uh, neurons throughout our body, and then that they come together in our brain and construct what we call reality. Uh, and there's no reason why that should be that shouldn't be um, artificially induced uh, neural signals. The, the, okay, this is this isn't uh, simulation theory per se. This is kind of just the first. Um, 
uh, like incoherent stages of the idea of coming into mainstream um, philosophical dialogue. But then the the where it gets interesting and where it stops being really a thought experiment is. Uh, but I just, I just have a quick I just have a quick question on what you yeah. said before. You said I think, therefore I am. Like the only thing that you can be sure of is that you're thinking about playing soccer, but even though you don't really know you're playing soccer as an example. But oh, wait, wait, I'm sorry, ball, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Are you calling it soccer to an Englishman? Okay. I, I, I said up. it. I, don't, I honestly I'm, don't. Yeah, yeah. You said soccer, I, right? Yeah, I've, I've, I, I, thought so. I thought I didn't make that example up. Well, soccer does come from England. So it is kind of hypocritical when English people get outraged at Americans calling it soccer. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I find that the, the fact that people call uh, whatever hand egg football um, more bizarre, personally. Um, hand egg. Hand egg? Is uh, that what they call it in rugby? <laughs> I mean, football is a ball that you rug your feet. And in NFL, it's a egg that you throw with your hands. So my name for it is hands. <laughs> um, anyway, back to Descartes. Okay. Um, anyway, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah back, back to Descartes. Okay, so here's my yeah. question. So, like, aren't you as sure as the fact that you think? Aren't you as sure that you're thinking as you're do as like when you do like how do you like how, okay. what, how yeah my yeah. Question, yeah do you understand my question yeah yeah so All you right. can be thinking is the only action where by definition you can be so you can be thinking that you're thinking about something and even if you're not actually thinking about that thing you're still thinking so thinking is the only action where uh by definition by thinking that you're doing it you are doing it even if you're not thinking about what you're thinking about, you're still thinking. But how do I, I feel like, I feel and like it, if you're going to go from, I feel like, I, I don't know. I, for me, that, that line just feels very artificial. It, it, like why, really, why is, why, why is that where you draw the line? Like at, at thinking, like, I feel like there could be, well, it's whatever you, whatever you want to Some other explanation. I mean, Simulation theorists would say that we're lines of code. So what we call thinking is just that code being executed on some supercomputer that lies outside what we call reality. But even if it's just so removed, what the kind of the implications of thinking from your definition of it, just uh, call it, I'd say um, the idea that we represent by thinking as opposed to the word thinking itself, because it could just be that we're lines of code and, our, our thinking, quote unquote, is just that code being executed. So I, I do see exactly where you're coming from. Um, that why is that the only real thing? Uh, but whatever you want to call it, um, if you, All right. yeah, it, it's the only verb where by thinking right. that you're doing the verb, you are by definition doing it. Right. Excuse okay, me, fine. excuse me for one second. Excuse me, I'm so sorry, David. Do you know what the fuck he's talking about? Because am I crazy? I don't. This all sounds like a bunch of liberal bullshit. <laughs> a bunch of liberal bullshit. Yeah. The, the fuck the libs. That's that was. Take <laughs> out. Finish okay. it. So that was yeah. So that was that was all the intro. We haven't even gotten into simulation yeah. theory yet. Yeah. So Wait, this what? Is, Wait, that wasn't that was the intro. Uh, that was that, that was, was the intro. Preamble. Uh, okay, that so was that, that was the philosophical like yeah. preparation yeah. for it. Right. So, I thought I thought I wasn't you know ready for this in the sense that I don't have any pod, but wow, I don't even know what to do at this point. <laughs> no, no, that that's all kind of just lies in the realm of thought experiment and hypotheticals. But where 
simulation come, theory comes in in its modern um, in the modern use of the phrase is supported by evidence and actual data. So the easiest way to think about it is if you go back to the 1970s uh, and you look at video games, which are a pretty good proxy for what we might describe as simulated realities. We had Pong, which was or Pac-Man, which were a few pixels moving on a screen. Fast forward 50 years. And you have fully immersive, photorealistic virtual reality worlds. And I don't know if any of you listening have seen uh, the demo video for Unreal Engine 5, but it's kind of trippy because some parts are genuinely indistinguishable from reality. So what you, is that? that's the what's, course of 50 years. And then if you extrapolate that uh, uh, over the course of 10,000, 20,000 years, there's nothing to say that we won't be able to one day render graphics that are completely identical to real life. And then as a kind of corollary of that, you have um, the increase in artificial intelligence and machine learning and deep learning, all these things, uh, which all um, kind of belie the idea that one day we might have algorithms or combinations of algorithms that, th they, that themselves think they are sentient even though we created them, just in the way that we think we're sentient. So you have these two kind of concurrent trends, um, and they're both exponential trends, by the way. Um, they both so far have adhered to Moore's law, which was a law expounded in 1965 by the physicist Gordon Moore, which essentially uh, said that the uh, processing power of the transistor doubled every two years. So essentially, computing power doubles every two years. And thus far, this is whole held true. Um, even if you don't believe it will hold true in the future, anything we've kind of plateaued now, it'll still be this linear trend. And if you extrapolate linear trends for long enough, 10,000, 20,000 years, then eventually we'll be in the same position as if it were still exponential. But I think with stuff like quantum computing and what are called um, Matryoshka brains, which are these hypothetical computers that are constructed around stars, and draw all that, all the star's energy towards uh, to, for the um, uh, running of this computer. Then one day we will be able, we will have computers that are powerful enough to render simulated universes. So in the to render a single person's thought processes for process processes uh, for one second, you'd need uh, ten to the seventeen or a hundred million billion. Um, operations to be occurring per second and currently we're nowhere near hey that tom level. hey tom yes if i were to rate your looks out of 10 it would be a hundred million billion i'm just gonna sit here <laughs> and let you think about what you've done <laughs> you piece of shit. Just, million but it, it is also it is also crazy to think that like I mean, I get why people think we've plateaued here because everything that comes out, I mean, fuck it. Every time there's a new iPhone, I'm like, well, there's no way they could add anything to this experience, yeah. you know? Like I there's know. a cam there's a camera that faces your face. So if you want to take a selfie, you don't even have to turn your wrist around. The phone fucking helps you take a selfie. When that happened, I was <laughs> bewildered. But like, you know, you we're having Andrew Yang on soon. You listen to a word out of that man's mouth. It's like shit is going to get so much more intense every year faster than ever it's like we're and not plateauing we're a politician who realizes it which is absolutely wild to me but excuse me i'm so sorry i don't like it when people from you know you're like back back east <laughs> where you are talk about american back politics east. 
you're, you're, you're back east from both of us. I'm back it's east that- from David. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> I've just never been referred to as back east before. But I, I just- <laughs> back east. <laughs> um, um, so what do we do? How do we fi- how do we get out of the simulation? Who's making it? Do you think? Do you think? Okay, or so yeah, Johnson- to. Uh, the the idea is that one day we'll have computers powerful enough and AI advanced enough to create simulated realities. And once we do, we'll be able to create millions and millions of simulations of our own Earth uh, from the Big Bang or whatever, or our, our, own, our own universe. And then... Um, Wait, sorry, just, just, just to go back for a second. You said that there were two exponential trends. One yeah. of them is, is, is the rate that we're creating more and more realistic video games, right? Uh, so in, in a more general sense, just the processing power of, um, transistors. Okay. And what, what was the other exponential trend? Uh, the development of artificial intelligence and neural nets and things of that nature. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Um, you just watched, was, you just watched the three okay. hour Andrew Yang interview last night. David, you should be on this shit. <laughs> I did. David. <laughs> um, so in my view, one of the truly unsettling things about the simulation theory is that for all we know, the simulator, if their computer ran out of memory storage or if they just didn't like one of the characters within the simulation, then they could just cut them out and it would be as if that person never existed. Just as we might cut out a paragraph from an essay that we're unhappy with, you might cut out a character in the simulation who's boring or isn't contributing much to the conversation or played an effeminate version of Batman, for example. Obviously, all hypotheticals, but who knows? It's possible. All right, continue, continue. Played today, I some more sentient than others. David runs about like three lines of code. Uh, <laughs> hey, it only if David runs three lines of code, then it only takes like one fucking letter to get into Columbia. <laughs> Um, yeah, you're like the, the first like hello world, but you that you <laughs> start writing language. All, all my code is like if if I personally were an AI artificial intelligence, I would just be all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy repeated and repeated repeated. Yeah, what's yeah. that from? You're the, you're the from... version of that scene. Um, so yeah, the, essentially the idea is that at some point in the future, we'll have mul- millions of simulations of our own u- universe running. And then within those simulations, civilizations might create their own simulations. So the idea is that uh, the, the probability that we are the base reality. So the first one is just astronomically low. And um, there are many, many kind of objections to this theory. Uh, the two main ones being, well, the three main ones being that these two exponential ones, the uh, curves won't continue uh second that um so we'll destroy ourselves before we have the technological capability to do this that one's uh, believable the, yeah exactly through uh, i think this is my probably my preferred objection whether it's through bio warfare or malevolent ai or climate change or a meteor or whatever uh asteroid sorry whatever it is and then the I third like to one, see it as I malevolent like to see it. ai yeah dude are you kidding me malevolent really? ai Okay, hear me out. Fuck you, fuck you. No, that's not true. That's not true. Tom, you hit it on the head the first time. First of all, an Infinite Crisis, which is a 2006 DC Comics event in which Ted Cord was killed. Go on mute right now. (laughs) Nobody wants to hear this, Cameron. No, no, but but seriously, no. I'm just saying, like, (laughs) I, I, you know, you tell an AI that is super fucking dope 
that you need to clear out a certain amount of land to feed people. There's a massive famine. Climate change drastically changes the way that everything happens. There's a massive famine and an AI is told that we need to make sure all these motherfucking potatoes get into the hands of the peoples. Well, then the AI says, okay, no matter what, I will do whatever it takes to Mm -hmm. plant these fucking potatoes. So suddenly uh, West Virginia is completely decimated to make room to plant potatoes. The the point is AI is target-based. And AI doesn't give a shit about your feelings. AI doesn't care about your feelings, TM. Right, but that's the problem with using, kind of ascribing intent by using words like malevolent, is that you're anthropomorphizing. It won't be, I think the likelihood that it's kind of evil is almost nothing. So it's it's more um, interesting to think about uh, AI that's way beyond our own um, cognitive capabilities, that's given some task and is amoral as opposed to being actively evil. Um, but yeah, that's that's my probably biggest um, aversion to the simulation theory is that probably every civilization that is advanced enough to run these sim- simulations would destroy itself with AI before uh, we get a chance to run the simulation. Um, I have two questions from that. Yeah. Number one, what do, you, what do you think the most likely way we destroy ourselves is if it's not malevolent AI? Well, yeah, I mean, there are, you, you have kind of two axes. You have likelihood of happen, happening and then the extent to which it could wipe out the whole of population. So um, climate change would be very far along the x-axis of it'll, it'll happen. We, it's already happening, but it's unlikely it'll wipe out the whole of humanity. And then you have things like the asteroid strike of the kind that wiped out the dinosaurs, which is much lower probability of happening, or say a, a, a gamma ray burst, much lower probability of happening. But if it did happen, it could potentially wipe out the whole of humanity. So it depends which kind of... Well, act- also, also, you know, shit can team up. Like there could be AI that's malevolent again because it was coded to do something regarding climate change. Climate yeah. change is going to... First of all, climate change and, I mean, on a short-term level, coronavirus, but on a longer-term, not that much longer level, climate change is going to cause a mass migration. I yes. mean, people are going to get the fuck out of florida that's for sure and that's not just because it's a horrible place it's because it's it, there, there is already uh i think a, the entire island of um vanuatu was evacuated so that's, that's that, an that entire sounds like country. that sounds like a fake island i don't believe that it's real but the point is the people you know there are people crying right now they, yeah, the people the people of America American Samoa are voting for Mike Bloomberg though. He won he won <laughs> their yeah, delegate. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he got American Samoa. That motherfucker. Bernie, <laughs> Ber, Bernie Sanders is walking around his house right now trying to think of what he could have done to get American Samoa. <laughs> it's worth the like seven hundred million dollars he spent for fucking American Samoa. That's a good uh, business. Mad respect for American Samoa. But anyway, um, Fuck, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, like, there could be AI, climate change, all that shit. We can just fucking kill each other. I mean, China, (laughs) isn't China doing an entire Holocaust right now that people don't talk about? Yeah, the the Muslim concentration camps, which... China's doing, like, a a Holocaust. People just don't care because... (laughs) You know, a lot of folks in America and the media just don't care if it's Muslim people that are getting holocausted. So it's just happening right now in China. And China's also like Hong Kong is a is an is a cyberpunk regime nightmare. Mm-hmm. You know, 
it's the the apocalypse is all over the place and it's very 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 boring refugee crisis in myanmar um which for me is the worst humanitarian crisis of our time and no one talks about it uh, again i think you're right it's partly because they're muslims patrick um, stewart patrick stewart does a youtube ad on it though god fucking bless patrick stewart okay we're good then let the, <laughs> let the, let the muslims know it's over patrick patrick stewart's on the case Dude, he's he's Charles Xavier. He's Picard. He's like the, <laughs> he and Ian McKellen just have such a have su- oh. such a monopoly on the nerds. They really do, and they're probably two of the only things that I'd say make me proud to be English. What? So I I, I know that you've said on the record publicly to everybody that you think that the only good thing that has happened to Britain in the past one thousand years is Brexit, right? Brexit and Margaret Thatcher. Yes. <laughs> Wow, good yeah, for I you, man. God bless us all. Wasn't there a Margaret Thatcher movie recently? Yeah. All right, so at this point, um, Tom asked me to add a quick little interlude so he can make it clear to everybody that we were only joking earlier and he is not actually a Tory. Not a Tory? I didn't know that it was the Tories who fucked with Brexit. It's the Tories and what? The... I think the, of the Whigs, the Whigs and the Tories, that that's an American thing, isn't it? Yeah, there was the UKIP party, which is the UK Independence Party, which was basically a bunch of racists and fascists who played on people's fears and um, insecurities, rather like your president. But yeah, I just wanted to make it abundantly clear that I'm very much not a Tory. Um, Wait, so what are you? What, what's the, who are the good guys in that situation? Well... Corbyn wasn't a great candidate either. Um, so I, pro- we, we actually have something called a third party, uh, which is pretty fun. Um, so I probably would have voted for- the Please don't Democrats. say third party. I'm an American. You know, we don't, we don't much yeah, care for freedom um, of political yeah, views. Have option. Well, we have a monarchy on the one hand, which is um, probably something of an, ac- an anachronism, but we also have a third party. So in that sense, we're actually more of a democracy. Um, so yeah, I probably would have voted for the third party or, or maybe the green party. I'm a big climate change guy. Um, I'm against climate change, so I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. Which, which party yeah. do you think would be more likely to go out of their way to implement new laws to make it harder for AI to destroy the world? Uh, generally in England, no chance. I think the most likely way that that would happen is if America did it first and then we copied you. That's genuinely the only, I think Yang, as well as being your best hope for that, uh, mitigating that kind of scenario would also be ours, just because nowadays America, I mean, for the last hundred years, America leads and we follow. Wow, this is a, this is a fantastic prelude to our Yang episode. It's just you coming on and explaining to everybody why we're so fucked. Mm-hmm. So then a- Andrew can just come on and chuckle with us. Almost as if it were planned. Actually, wait, what, what, was it planned? No, what, no, this is the opposite of planned. What happened was I forgot that we were, there was an episode, the, the episode we were going to put out today, I forgot was, uh, I, I thought we were taping yesterday, but we're actually taping it next Thursday. <laughs> Just quarantine brain cam coming yeah. in clutch. And I mean, a week. A, a bit of a lapse but yeah I'll, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt well i'll uh, <laughs> you know what's bizarre earlier in the episode you were talking about the possibility 
of whoever it is that runs this simulation deleting something that is boring or inadequate, or however you put it, and I realized, I don't see David anymore. I haven't heard his voice in quite a bit. Oh, fuck it. I guess, I guess David's I mean, gone. Look, we're ending the episode soon anyway. I don't know where the fuck David went, but <laughs> just to, just, you know, the last we were talking about it before the call went sour last time, it was incredibly dire, negative, and, you know, brutal. Yeah. The mm-hmm. realities, and I really hope that the way I want to end this episode is in an equally dire, awful, and brutal way, just so Sweet. everybody knows that we're fucked. Can you and just... Are, this is the bad place. This is the bad place. Can you list off every single way that the world can end within the next 50 years? Uh, yeah, Actually, I mean... No, the, fuck it, fuck it, 100, 100. The funnest things are probably the... Um, the unknown unknowns, um, the stuff that we don't even think about or can't even conceptualize right now. Um, the bees dying, climate change, an asteroid, um, malevolent or um, AI just gone awry, um, thermonuclear war, probably less likely, um, the simulation being shut down because they realized they fucked up, um, or not, or, or or not even. I was also thinking about this. What if we're on a memory stick and it's just, and just totally overloads, <laughs> and the person running? Well, yeah, yeah. Alex's theory about which I found really interesting. His theory about um, the why the universe is ostensibly expanding is that it's the um, simulation just rendering, and um, the computer can't isn't uh, can't like render an infinite universe. So. The reason that the universe is expanding is because, yeah, we're, we're just seeing this real-time rendering of graphics. Um, but yeah, that'd be really funny. If, That's so like, just sick. Like, yeah, isn't it? I, 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 I was like stoked after. I'd never heard that before. And It's almost I, like Alex should have fucking come on. I know. I know. Well, I, I had no idea who Alex was before I met him. I just remember, um, as in like uh, saying I didn't know who he was makes me sound kind of obsequious, but as in David told me, he was like- Wait, excuse me, hold on one sec. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Tom, hold on. Mm -hmm. Define obsequious. Obsequious means obedient or attentive to an excessive or servile degree. Okay, that's fair. Um, (laughs) Yeah, leave that in. I I want people to know. I was no, yeah. I was not gonna cut it. People can I'm not ashamed that I have to Siri shit. People have to Siri shit sometimes. <laughs> do you have Siri in a British accent? Um, do I? Hey Siri, how are you? Hello, how's it going? Is it Australian? Um, yeah, I think it's Australian. Aussie, mate. Yeah, I um I don't know, I just thought that you know siri was a little flat and an australian male being siri was uh i don't know fuck all of you we're all gonna die end of podcast bye